If you or anyone around you are affected by the subjects of today's podcast, you can reach out to get help, advice or support from our charity partners, Women's Aid, at womensaid.org.uk or the Yorkshire-based organisation IDAS at idas.org.uk. You can also find these links and reach out to us directly via our website, takebackthebeat.co.uk or email us at takebackthebeattour at gmail.com. That's takebackthebeattour at gmail.com. Hello. Hi there. Welcome. Oh, hey. Hey, babe. How are you? I didn't have my Zoom on, so Farrah didn't exist then to me. No. But you're here now. I'm here. How are you doing? Hey. I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, Listeners, welcome back to Take Take Back back the Beat beat. Voice Notes. (laughs) (laughs) I've had a gig today, so my voice is in perfect order. (laughs) I was going to say your voice sounds great. I sound like Barry White today and I'm not sure why, so... I'm going to roll with it. Yeah, roll with it. You've got that like, husky, like, oh, yeah, I'm just so cool. And, yeah. No, it's because I've had, like, three gigs already in a row, and then I've got one tomorrow, you, so my yeah. voice is like, Bleh. As if you've got a cheeky Tuesday gig. Oh, we love a cheeky Tuesday gig. We love a midweek gig. <laughs> what a I know. Treat. I'm blessed. And it's only... <laughs> hashtag hashtag blessed. Uh, no, it's... <laughs> ew. Um, it's only ew. an hour away as well, so even better. Mate. Yeah. Anyway, on a scale of zero to a whole tub of the god that is Biscoff, how are you doing, Farah? Okay, I'm in a mood. <laughs> She's in. She's. I already know this because we've been on Zoom for 10 minutes venting, so mm-hmm. I'm excited for you guys to hear this. So I don't know where it stands on the Biscoff level because I'm just pissed off, if I'm honest. Okay, um, okay. I'm not like... I was upset earlier, but I'm not anymore, so... As you all know, I've just said, so I've been to the gym. So I did a couple of classes back to back and it's a new, I can go to like different venues, blah, blah, blah. So I go to this one venue that I haven't been to yet because there were slots in the class and there was a guy there teaching um, the body pump class. So for those of you who don't know what body pump are, you probably do. You have a bar, you have weights, you can change your weights in between. You have to do it very quickly. And I decided to not change my weights in one section. And while everybody else was changing over, I grabbed, like a normal human being who is sweaty and thirsty, (laughs) I grabbed a quick swig of water. To which I then got told off by the instructor for having a drink of water. Um, But but what was it he said to you, Farah? How did he tell you off? Please inform our listeners. So he told me off in front of a class of 25 people who I'd never met. They they were clearly all regulars. You can obviously tell. They all know each other's names, all chatting. And he said to me, don't do that again. I'll smash your face in. I'm not even exaggerating, by the way. Like, I'm actually not exaggerating. He tried to make a joke of it by kind of changing the tone of his voice. And he was like, don't do that. I'll smash your face in. And I froze because I, you know, it fully, fully triggered me. I've never been that triggered this far yet in my, like, survival journey. And I froze, like, completely froze And just stood and looked at him to the point where, because I was just stood there staring at him, he then went, yes, you, don't ignore me. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then I just had to carry, that was maybe 15 minutes in. And I can't, I I can't, I'm livid. I mean, I don't really know how to feel about it because then I couldn't concentrate. I was honestly on the brink of tears. Yeah, of course. And... I was. I just couldn't believe it because I was like, he did say that, he did say that, he did. And I was like, yeah, he was like, I'll smash your face in. And me and Nat were talking, obviously, we just said before we came on. And Nat used to work at a gym. Yeah, So there's a way to speak to people. For a start, okay, so this is Sassy Farah after the class. For a start, let me tell you something now. I'm paying for them fucking classes. Yes, you are. if I want to stop and have a drink at any point... I'm going to stop and have a fucking drink, bitch. And there's nothing anyone you know can what? do about it. 
it's not even the fact like you stopped and like sat on the floor or you stopped and had some wine or, or like yeah. were chatting or checking your phone. You had a liquid that helps you function. But and I you even, know, I do yeah, get it. Like, I was even polite enough it. to wait while there was a gap. That's yeah, exactly. While that's people were changing you, you weight. Disruptive. So I, I so <sighs> I thought so that's the th- that's the thing that shocked me the most. That he just like came straight to yeah. me for drinking water. It's, do you know what it is? It's the language as well. Like we would talk about this. Like, so when I used to teach a few like fitness classes and stuff and like my sister is now a qualified fitness instructor and she does all that. And I used to teach like pole and aerial hoop. And when you do your training, you, you learn like there's certain, I can't remember the life of what it's called, but it's when you like learn like how to talk to people. And like when you do one of your exams and it's like, um, you basically have to take a class, but you take it and it's all the other people who are training at the same time. And you're marked on your etiquette, how you explain things, how you talk to people, blah, blah, blah. And like, you have to be really careful. Like you can't, especially nowadays, you can't use gender. You have to say like they or them. And you have to, when you say like, um, Things like, hey, grab some weights. You can't say, like, men grab this and women grab that. Like, you can't, don't do that. You, you say, if you're feeling strong today, go with this way. If you're not, like, yeah. there's like, words. Like, if you can add on, words. add on. Yeah, like, don't, don't attack someone verbally for wanting water. And do you know what? I, get, I used to do Bikram yoga. Well, no, it's called hot yoga now. Um, I used to do hot yoga quite a lot. And they are very specific on when you can drink water. And I had friends who came with me who would pass out or who went to be sick because they were like, I physically can't go that long. And it took me a while to kind of be like, actually, that's, that is a control thing. Like, for me, if I need water, I need water. Mm-hmm. And that should, you're at a gym, you're paying for it. If you're going to have some water, have some. Don't check your phone and be rude or do that sort that's of stuff. That's the thing, but, I just did something uh, that my body needed to stay hydrated. Yes! Like, that's it. I'm livid. So, and um, it's, it's the language. Smash your face in. No, thank you. Well, that's one of the threats that's been said to me before. So that's why it took me so back. Exactly. Because I, I honestly froze. I haven't had a flashback, flashback like that. And it was in front of all them oh, people. I'm so angry. And it's, But nobody it's, laughed it's or said okay. anything. I think everybody was as shocked as I was. I'd, yeah. know, I'd literally known this guy 15 minutes. I feel like you need the jar of Biscoff to throw at the wall. Oh my God, you've just read my mind. I was like, I don't... Really? <laughs> yeah, honestly, I was going to say that because I was like, well, I can't... I'm not going to be violent. <laughs> but I kind no, of want to throw the, of... the jar at the wall. But then also Biscoff, don't be mad at us and still come and sponsor us. <laughs> you know that empty jar of Biscoff that has run out of date that you had still in your cupboard? It's not anymore. Ago. I have to say I got well, rid of it because I was disgusted with well, myself. That, that would have been the perfect jar to have thrown. It would have. Yeah. Okay. So this week you you're not a scale of zero to a jar. You're zero to throwing a jar. I'm of smashing. I'm smashing all. jars of biscoff today. That's what okay. I'm doing. So, <laughs> but let us let us know what you think because I I did yes, that stupid thing where I was like, am I overreacting? Have I took it? No. But no. I can't help. I genuinely was that shocked and yeah. just went into shock and just stood there staring at him. That he was like, yes, oh, you I'm don't so like. I'm talking to you because I just froze. I, uh, so I know my instant reaction was a trigger, yeah. and it was it was just yeah. it wasn't nice. So let us know what you think. So now, yeah, please, that would be great. Like any fitness yeah. people who have been in those situations, like how do you kind of feel about it? Like what what do you think? Write in. Um, yeah. Like it wasn't an army camp, by the way. It was like my local gym class where everybody, it wasn't like, I wasn't training for the SAS. (laughs) Where they're like, get down, maggot. Like, no, no, no. I was just just a local class doing some body pump. (laughs) Please, yeah, write in. We're at takebackthebeattour at gmail.com. Please let us know your thoughts. Um, Me, I am scale of zero to a whole jar of Biscoff. Um, I've not been doing great, as you know, and I think this podcast, is probably, people are probably like, oh, gosh, she needs a happy pill today. <laughs> like, you know, one of them. Um, but actually, today I'm, I'm okay. Like, Good. I've had a lot of coffee today. So that's helping. Um, I had a lovely day off yesterday and I spent with the boys. You went to see we Les Mis, didn't you? I did. I took yeah. um, my mum, my sister, my aunt and my uncle and my cousin the big family outing. Yay. Um, we went to go see the miserable Les. <laughs> Les Miserable. Um, 
um, yeah, Aidan was on, so uh, we got to see him. Um, and it was really great. And it's it's really great. Like my family are so proud of him. So that was really lovely. Aww. So yeah, do you know what? I'm I've not even bought biscoff Love this it. week. Love yeah, it. It's, it's a good. Though yesterday went to Ali Pali mm-hmm. and there was biscoff donuts. <gasps> Babe, I I didn't have one. Oh. Didn't didn't even have one. Uh, I know, right? That, I, but why though? Just because it's no, we'd had a huge brunch. Oh, okay, and I was I'll let you so off. Full. And we were having a chippy tea. Oh, I'll let you so off. I was, I was like, like, wow, she's taking this Biscoff thing too far. Like, <laughs> she's like, I can't no, have Biscoff. Uh, I'm, I'm good. Good. I'm okay. I'm okay. So I'm angry um, <laughs> this week. <laughs> I'm pissed. And you're happy. So there we go. No, no. Yeah. Ying and yang. Ying, literally. But no, Ying I'm good because I've talked about it now. So good. Now. And we're. Uh, and also, please. I'm proud of myself because I stayed, and I also stayed I'm for very the proud next of you. class because I was like, I will I, not let this yeah. bother me. I'm so proud of you because when you messaged me, I was livid, mm. and I was like, I couldn't have done that. And you're like, Yeah, I stayed to the second class, and I was like, Good on you because uh, I wouldn't have done that. I'd have probably just sat in the corner and cried. <laughs> oh, I wanted to to start <laughs> yeah. with, but then I was like, No, I am a strong no, bitch. I'm going to stand up. Proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> um. So talking. Uh, strength yes um we have an amazing guest this week we're really excited um we have the most amazing michael dunn Mm -hmm. who you may have heard us mention because he actually does all our sound and editing for this podcast he's amazing we couldn't do it without him he's awesome um we love mike Mm -hmm. and how this kind of came about was we were recording with him um at his studio in london and he listened to one of our podcasts and he was like, like, you guys need to have a little break. We went and got a coffee. It was after we did Peaches. Yes. And it was quite triggering. And he just started telling us about this experience. And he was like, oh, it's nothing like you guys, like what you guys have been through. And we were like, no, Mike, this this is bad. Like, yeah. wow, like good for you for talking about it. And he was like, oh, well, it's not. And he kept saying it's not what you guys have been through. And we were like, Doesn't any make, level yeah. of abuse is abuse. Yeah. And he agreed to come on and talk to us. Yes, which we're very uh, grateful for. Very, very we grateful. Are very excited. So uh, let's do this. Michael Dunn, enter the room. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so, yes, this week we have our incredible sound engineer, god of dreams, and <laughs> whenever we're stressed about anything, the guy that always answers us. Um, uh, we have the amazing Mike Dunn. Hey, oh, babe. Hi, everyone. How's it going? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I've got a lot going on right now, so I'm just <laughs> stressing about life in general. But um, all is well in general. How are you guys? That's, that's oh, good. good. That's very good. Yeah. We're. I'm really excited to talk to you, Mike. This is really weird because usually you're like behind the scenes yelling at us at what we're doing wrong. So this is really fun. Hey, I'm not that much of a tyrant. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mike, Mike's part of the Take Back the Beat team, so it's yes. nice to have a familiar face. And I say familiar face because we're obviously talking over Zoom today, so we can see him yes. in his very nice kitted out studio, Mike. I know. Add. I Thanks. feel very like, um, what's the word? Like very amateur compared to this gorgeous little setup you've got, Mike. It's yeah. uh, it's a, it's still a work in progress, but it's, uh, it's coming along, which is nice. Um, but I have got <laughs> fancy new glasses, which are doing my eyes in. Because oh, no. I've just had a new <laughs> prescription after uh, I, my my last my last prescription was in um, was before COVID. So uh, oh. now my eyes are going. Hey, dude, what are you doing? Um, so yeah, it's been two years. Hell, <laughs> I know it's madness. Um, so it's, I yeah, love that. We're here now. It's all Great. good. Brilliant. Well, Mike, would you like to just give us a little bit of your story as to why that you felt like you wanted to come on take back the beat? Just yeah. give us give us a rundown. Okay, so uh, I my I'm basically talking about my previous relationship and one from um, probably around ten years ago, something like that. Um, yeah, and it was something that at the time I think I just um, kind of took in my stride, and I, I you know I I wasn't happy. I knew I wasn't happy, um, but I I think I felt kind of the weight of responsibility um around it and i just kind of pushed through because i felt like that was the right thing to do um yeah in spite of being treated 
pretty badly and actually going through it because I, you know, I hadn't thought about it for a, for a while, um, and going through it this morning when I I knew I was coming on here, I was sort of mm. just jotting out things that I know that had had happened during relationship, and I was like, oh god, there's this as well, and oh man, there's this, and and even little things that at the time I just kind of brushed off because they didn't feel yeah. as bad as the as the main thing that happened uh, or the main couple of things that happened. I I sort yeah. of remembered that and I thought, oh, that's that's not great. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I'll just dive right into it and just tell you exactly Go for kind it. Of what happened. Yes, so, please, yeah. I was with this yeah. with this girl and, you know, arguably she wasn't having the best time in, with, in her life. But, you know, at the time I didn't know that. I didn't know um, what was going on. Um, and she was struggling, I think. And she had, um, I don't think she was working at the time. If she was, she was part-time. And I was at the start of trying to... Um, begin a career so I was kind of going here there and everywhere I was at uni um, at the same time of trying to start off a recording studio and at the same time I was I was also teaching bass guitar and things like that. I was I was kind of had my fingers in loads of different pies and um, yeah. I uh, I I kind of while with her I got kind of manipulated emotionally to bring her kind of to all these things you know she didn't want to be right. on her own she always asked me if oh can I come with you and I I think it just I felt responsible when I just said yeah okay come with me and often it's fine she just kind of hung out but yeah. like there was moments where she just um let herself into one of my um bass guitar lessons that I was given my student there was like oh, gosh like who's this and I was like oh this is <laughs> somewhat I mean I just right. I just had to like say something on the spot and yeah. get past it and of course afterwards people I worked with were like dude that's not cool I'm like yeah I know <laughs> like what would happen if like you said no like if you said you can't come to this it thing? was it wasn't it wouldn't be I don't know it's almost like emotional blackmail like oh you can't yeah, leave me absolutely. on my own like yeah, the guilt trip that you yes, get for it it was that yeah um right and even things up to so she I, I remember once I, I went to um university in Guildford and it was like a good hour and a bit drive away and she was like you know let me come with you I was like look I can't take you to my university but they where I parked it was like a park and ride thing so I was like look I've got like one lecture I'm going to go there and come back and she's like just take me with you so I was like fine but you just have to basically sit in the car and um she was like yeah okay that's fine anyway I got back and thought nothing of it drove back home and that evening I was going out with my family and I think this might be the reason why she wanted to come is because you know I wasn't there for her that evening yeah um and as we were driving out my my drive my parents driveway um i noticed a, a like a dent in my car and i was like what the hell's that uh and yeah it turns out i i found out a while later is that she drove my car but she couldn't she didn't have a license at the time <gasps> no and she drove my car oh. around the car park and and must have hit another car um Why? and basically parked it again without me knowing and essentially got away with it because it was like weeks later I found out. Um, oh, God, that's bad, though, because if there'd have been cameras or the other car saw or somebody saw... This is it. Like, yeah, the repercussions... That really bad. Yeah, I was I was lucky. And um, unfortunately, someone's car out there just came... They came back to a dent in their car. And that's... Oh. I hate that. I hate that, that technically I'm so responsible weird? for that because I left her in my yeah. car. Like, I hate that. But, you know, you don't yeah. think someone's just going to go and do that. This was mm. relatively early on. Um, and right. um, I then found out that she had cheated on me. This is, oh, I don't, wow. I don't know when this is. And I also can't remember, this is such a long time ago. I can't remember how long we were yeah. in this on and off relationship. with Because I just, I couldn't get out of it. I just couldn't. Until I could. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh Anyway, I found out she cheated on me, and it it was I found out just after we had planned a holiday together. Um, oh gosh! So I, I booked I'd booked this holiday, and I found this out, and I went, "Well, I'm going to break up with you." So I like broke up with her, yeah. and I was going to, and I basically changed her name, and I, I took my friend. So we weren't out there for like a couple of weeks, and she was persistent that she was going to make it up to me. She was going to, you know, repent. She's going to make you know, make amends with my family and things like that, which yeah. 
while I was away, I kept getting messages from her being like, oh, I'm out of your mum. Like, you know, I've sat down for coffee. I've apologised for everything. And, you know, um, it's all good. And right. I was like, okay, like, you know, at the time, at the time, my mindset was like, okay, well, you know, you're going to this length. Like, maybe you really do feel sorry for what you did. Um, yeah. It's like manipulation of your family as well. well so it's like it's kind of like yeah, spread out. In hindsight, it? It, feels, yeah. it, it definitely feels like that. At the time, it, it felt like she was genuinely going, I've totally fucked up and like I just want to yeah. yeah. make amends. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so... <laughs> I got like, like I said, I got calls and messages from her all the time. Uh, and I remember once I was coming back and she she called me and she almost sounded like she was whispering. And I was like, oh, you're right. She was like, oh, no, it's just people are asleep. Like she lived at home. So um, people are asleep. I was like, all right, cool. Anyway, cut to I get home after like two weeks of being away. Um, yeah. And my mum, <laughs> my mum called me. She was out of the house. Uh, I lived at home at the time. And she called me and she went, um... I got something to tell you. And I was like, go on. She was like, I found out that your girlfriend has cheated on you. And I said, well, I know that's why I didn't take her away. And she went, no, like while you've been away. And I was like, what? I was like, what? And like, because bearing in mind, in my mind, we we were together at that point. She had asked, she'd basically said, can we be back together? She'd tried to make amends with my family. Yeah. At that point, I was like, yeah, okay, fine. Let's give it a go. Yeah. So I then find out she's she's cheated on me again. But I'm like, how do you know this? Like, well, it was filmed. I'm like, what? I was like, they filmed what? it. And I was like, what? Oh, how what? do you know about it? And it had just gone. My mom worked at, um, at my school. She was a um, exams officer. Uh, so she knew my kind of right. friend group and all that. And my friend group all knew about it. Her friend group all knew about it. My brother's friend group oh, all knew no. about it. So I came back, not only to my mum calling me about it, but a bunch of friends being like, this has happened. And I'm like, what? Jesus. And worse comes to worse, it was with someone who, listen, I, I wouldn't necessi necessarily say this person was a friend, but they were certainly close enough to not do this. To know, yeah. Well, they knew, they knew I was... To know who you were. Yeah, and they knew and... we were together. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh, right. So yeah, so I So let me get this straight. So within that two weeks that you were away, she tried to make amends, went to all this effort to try and, you know, get back together with you, meet up with your family, show she were gonna change, to still in those two weeks be doing the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh right. and of course I was That makes no uh, exactly. sense. Exactly. I was hugely con confused and I obviously confronted her about it and she denied, yeah. denied, denied until she didn't. Um, and I remember going to um, uh, the pub. Um, this was a few days after and I was there with my brother and the guy that she was with uh, was there and he tried to talk to me about it. Um, oh, God. And I had said to him, I was like, I don't, I literally don't want to talk to you. I don't, I just felt like I was backed into a corner. Like at yeah. that point, I was like, yeah, not really. I was first of all, I was embarrassed. Like I was surrounded by a bunch of people who knew about this stuff, who also knew that the reason why she didn't come on holiday with me was because she cheated on me. So it's it's very much like, oh, why would you give her a second chance then? And I'm like, yeah, I get that, but at the same oh, time, God. like I can't. Yeah, I I don't know. I just. Yeah. Did you, sorry to ask this as such a random question, but I know people will be thinking the same. So did you just confront her about it when you saw her or did you see the video? Like what was the video? I didn't see the video. I never did. Okay. I think someone right. offered to show me and I went, I don't need to, I believe you. <laughs> like. So what was it like just somebody at a party had seen it was in the background or had somebody seen her and gone, oh my God, from what or was she's it like a got a boyfriend, I'm going to film it and show it to him. From what I understand, it was, they filmed it themselves. Oh, oh good. okay. Right. Right. Um, right, sure. So, yeah, so that was fun. Um, but anyway, so... This makes zero sense. I don't understand... I don't. I think for me, it's just the amount of effort that this person's gone to to make amends. But in the same two weeks, like, I think yeah. done that. I, I, do, I just don't. I think there's something that that was going through my mind at the time was that, and this isn't making excuses for her at all. 
by any means, because I, you know, I was yeah. the one who, who felt all this. But yeah, I, I, I'm acutely aware of the fact that she was not having a good time, and you know, to the point where I remember I was at hers once, and I think this is, this must have been after this that situation I just spoke about. Um, her brother, who doesn't, again, at the time he wasn't like at home a lot. He was, I think, he lived away or whatever. Um, he confronted her and really, I mean, really went to town at having a go at her, being like, look at how you're treating this this guy. Like, sort your shit out. Um, yeah. And I, I remember I, I remember thinking at the time, like, like I, I can't believe her own family is doing it for me. Um, and I remember yeah. thinking yeah. it was just him because the, the rest of the family didn't really seem to play a major part in that. I think they either just left it left me to it or I, I, do you know what? I don't know I don't know what their mindset yeah. was but I, I know they weren't interested enough to to know what was happening so for some reason I got back with her <laughs> saying it now sounds ridiculous but I did um hey we love. all do it it yep. happens and uh we went out one night and the plan was I was gonna go I think I was out for like a friend's birthday and the plan was I was gonna go my way hang out with her friends she had set out that she'd meet her friends in the same town and go her way yeah um and then at the end of the night I'd pick us you know I'd pick her up and I'll take us back home um and end of the night came and I called her she didn't pick up called her again didn't pick up messaged her where are you she said, oh, I'm at this club. I was like, all right, cool. So I went there to pick her up. And she's outside with another guy. Um, <laughs> from what I can only assume, trying to find something inside of his mouth. I'm not sure what. <laughs> <laughs> but... Oh, my. Oh, bless you. I hate this. I wasn't expecting you to say that. I'm not laughing because that must have been it's horrible. Fine. I, I set that up for a, for a good reason. Um, no, but yeah. she, she was, oh, she was um, you know, getting off with this other guy. And I was, at the time, yeah. obviously this is all, at this point, quite old news to me. I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, instead of being, like, heartbroken, I'm just like, oh, this again. Um, oh, God, babe. And I was angry, obviously, but I just went, look, get in the car, I'll take you home, yeah. we'll deal with this tomorrow. And um, she made that difficult, but she did eventually get in the car. And on the way home, she was like, um, kind of, well, I, I know on the way home, she was like, like hitting me to like stop driving and stuff. She kept asking me to stop driving. And like, yeah, she kept like hitting me while I was driving. I was like, like, don't do that it's really dangerous yeah and i stopped at some um traffic lights also don't hit me in general sure but you know the traffic yeah, lights don't crash the time. i'm gonna crush yeah. the car yeah. yeah um yeah. and then uh at the traffic lights i stopped because that's what you do <laughs> and <Yeah>. she <laughs> opened her door and got out and essentially started screaming as if i was like abducting her and i'm like what? Oh my days. I'm like, you have cheated on me tonight. I'm trying to just take you home so you're safely at home and you are doing this to me. Like, what are you doing? And I eventually got her in the car, got her <sighs> home and left it at that. I Between this point and what happened kind of post-relationship or sort of semi-post-relationship, I had broken yeah. up with her. I'd kind of gotten to that point where I'd gone, this, like, enough is enough. Um, and yeah. then... Then I remember I was at a friend's house and I got this call from her being like, I'm in trouble. Can you please come and help me? Yeah. So I went down to where she is. Um, <laughs> oh, I went down to where she is and she is surrounded by yeah. a bunch of people. And um, I get out of the car and I'm just like, look, can everyone just back off? I just want to get her home. Like, I, don't, I don't care what she's done. Please just let me get her home. And it turns out she would been... Uh, Kissing whatever some other guy who had a girlfriend. The girlfriend was there, found out about it, what? and it oh, all kicked Jesus. off. Um, I then get punched in the back of the head <laughs> because I'm trying to like get her out of the situation. I get oh, my by who? Days. By like a randomer? I, th I I couldn't say now, but I think it was someone who was involved in that group. Whether it was right. the guy or whether it was just a guy's friend, or I don't know, but it was yeah. someone. And he like pinned me up in the car, and I like pushed him off me i was like i literally literally just want to grab her 
take her home. Um, oh anyway, I dispels that situation. She went off. Uh, sorry, they all went off. And she was there left oh. with me. And she, I was like, just get in the car. And she essentially just started trying to come on to me. And I was like, like, no. <laughs> like, what? what? <laughs> um, and when I kind of went up, when I said no, and I was like, I just want to take you home. She then stormed off. So I had to go and find her, get her in the car, put her in the car. I finally got her home, went back to my friends, started telling them this mad night I was being having. Um, I then get a message from her mum, and this is the thing I remember today that I'd forgotten about, saying, um, I think it's a good idea that you stay stay away from her because I think you're a bad influence on her. What? And I oh was like, Oh my god, <laughs> the fuck. What? Um so yeah, I uh, that that kind of rounds it off. There are little th- you know, there's ultimately little things that I've either yeah. forgotten about or you know, not really well, but there's Blocked out. loads of yeah. there's loads of different conversations that I remember. Just that there's, there's a lot of what felt like at the time. I didn't necessarily have the words for it at the time, but it felt like gaslighting at the time. There was a lot yeah. of emotional ma- manipulation. You know, you can't leave me here. You can't do this and X, Y, and Z. But ultimately, I think that's that's it. Well, for a start, I'm so sorry that happened to you. I really yeah, am. It is because what it is. Like, also, I can't I can't change that now and. Yeah. I think the only thing I think the only thing that I I after that situation I didn't go into other relationships with that mindset which is nice really easy to have which is oh yeah. this person's going to do this to me too. I didn't I didn't actually do that. However, I didn't let down my guard for a long time. Yeah. For a long time. Mm-hmm. And when I say not let down my guard, I went into relationships with a clean slate going I'm going to assume that this person isn't going to do this stuff to me. But Aww. I didn't let myself be who someone yeah. wanted me to be. Um, I, you didn't I, let yourself go yeah, fully. 100%. Yeah. My, my yeah. relationship after that, I think, was after about three or four years. And yeah. I, I basically got with um, that girl afterwards because my dad just basically said, like, you need to, like, you need to, like, get out, back out there or whatever. And it was definitely yeah. too soon. Like the, she was a lovely girl, and we, you know, we're still friends now and stuff. But it, at the time, it definitely wasn't right for me. Um, yeah, and that was a that was course. a, um, you know, that was a reaction from what had happened because, yeah, like how how can you just come out of that completely yeah. fine with with no no? It's me and Farah literally spoke about this the other day. Of like, I, I was single for years before mm. I got with Aiden, who I'm with now, and. I go into it all the time and he, his favourite sentence to say to me is, I'm not them. Yeah. And I'm like, yep, yep, I remember. And like the amount of times I've called Farrah and been like, oh my God, what does this mean? And she's like, it, it just means that like either he fell asleep so he didn't text you or he he wants to pick you up because he loves you, not because he's controlling. Mm. And it's like, oh yeah, shit, actually that's quite a normal thing. But it's so easy to take it into another relationship. So it is amazing that you've healed and obviously, you're very, very loved up and very happy now. Well, I, I'm, I'm very lucky now woman. because the person I'm with now is, I mean, first of all, she's amazing, but it, it, it comes down to the fact that she's very respectful. So, yeah, we, one thing I'm very big on is communication, and um, yeah, she, it's taken some time. I don't me wrong. We, we butt heads. We butt heads all the time. Everyone does, right? But of course, um, yeah. One thing we're very good at now is post argument or during argument it's like whoa what are we angry about here what are your grievances i'm sorry that i acted that way how can i help it in the future and vice versa and we still slip up and stuff like that of course like you know i i get for for example she doesn't like um uh she's told me if you're going to get angry please don't slam a door like don't walk off and slam a door and i've try to actively try to stop doing that because I just want to get out of that situation but obviously expel some anger at the same time. So slamming the door is yeah. a great way of doing that. Um, but you shouldn't oh do my that. God, yeah. And, yes. you know, you should be respectful. And, and yeah. if it really upsets, I shouldn't do that. So that's one of the things we're very good at. Mm. And I think um, that's why we work so well together is because yeah, there, it's just ultimately yeah. comes down to respect, I think. 
Exactly. And of like I said, it it's normal. Like I know, do you know what I mean? When I meet someone, it's going to be the same. Any couple that says they don't argue. Liars. Like, you're not real. Liars. <laughs> well, for a start, you're a fucking robot then. I'm sorry, but you're not real. Like, yeah. I get pissed off with people on a daily basis. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not even yeah. with them. So it's it's just a normal thing. And like you said, the fact that even though... <laughs> You know, you still get angry when I slam a door, but then you're like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm trying to be respectful, but I'm so angry. <laughs> like, but it, that's That in itself is means so, you're a good man. <laughs> so I, I, normal. I, th- I, I mean, think it comes down, it, it's, it ultimately is, like I said, it's, it's respect. I respect her t- too much to let my to yeah. let myself ignore her request for, you know, how I act. Um, it doesn't mean yeah. that I always follow them, but I don't, I don't actively um, ignore them, if that makes sense. Yeah, you know? yeah. Which is great. At the end of the day, like people, everyone knows this. When you're angry or when you have heightened emotions, it is sometimes like, I just need to slam this door. And there is nothing more satisfying than when you're in an argument slamming mm. a door. But I know yeah. I've done it. And then I go, oh, that was really childish. And then you kind of go oh, back I and I love go, a good door slam though. sorry. <laughs> but it is, it's that little bit after and it's that release of um, an emotion. And then you go, I'm an adult. <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah didn't mean to do that let's yeah, let's exactly. talk this through because that's not okay mm. like just can talk. i just say though what's more frustrating than you know those like slow closing things <laughs> yeah. you know, like the drawers in yeah. the kitchen and you're like trying to slam it and then it just goes and i'm like no that's so no. frustrating <laughs> okay back to over um something i actually wanted to ask you mike so did you did you tell like your friends what what when you were in the moment were you aware that you were in quite a toxic and a mentally abusive relationship uh yes i definitely was aware of it i i yeah as i said i think the reason i never i it took me so long to get out of it was i felt responsible um i felt like i remember having conversations with friends saying like if if i i don't help them how like who is you know i i think i felt Ugh, like i didn't yeah. feel like it was it's hard to explain because it's not like i was doing it to be a knight in shining armor i just i honestly felt like if her family like her brother was going at her like who else has she got and at least yeah. i know what she's capable of and you know see see if i can get her some help and um you know, I, I know full well, I don't talk to her, I haven't spoken to her since, but, um, you know, I know full well yeah. that she's, like, married now and, and seems happy. Oh, and wow. I'm hoping that is, that I was an unfortunate um, casualty in what is an otherwise uh, a, a good life for her, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah. Because... Mike, that's a really lovely thing to say after what you've been put through so i just think i think it it gets (laughs) i think it it's so easy to point a finger and just be like well this person is a prick and i think yeah i think actually when i when i think about it the things no no person would do that thing those things and be completely unapologetic for it without some form of um personal issue um it's whether it's whether they uh are able to deal with it or or not um what you know yeah. what happens to me during relationships shouldn't have happened it 100 shouldn't and i don't forgive for anything like that i, I it's not like i accept i I've, I've definitely accepted it um and yeah but um it's not like i can forgive it and just go well that it is what it is yeah she what she did was wrong but the reason she did it may not have been malicious, if that makes sense. And that's, it, yeah. it's weird saying that because I don't want to, I don't want to just almost like let her off the hook. Um, yeah. yeah, it was like her mental health, like her. I think that's what it comes down to. Her toxicness kind of bleeding into you. And that's yeah. my situation. I'm not necessarily talking about other people. I know I've heard horror stories from other people and certainly listened to the the podcast. Like, you know, some people are. yeah incredibly incredibly nasty and and um damaging that doesn't necessarily mean that every situation like that is going to be the same 
And yeah, in my yeah. situation, I personally feel like, and I might listen. I might be wrong. She might she might be the same now, and the guy just happens to deal with it. Um, but from my situation, yeah, I read it as if she is just yeah. Of course, I hope not too. Um, but I read it yeah, as yeah. Um, she was struggling with stuff at the time. I was there at the wrong time, and I was the right kind of yeah. person that she could um dispel those feelings too if that makes sense yeah um so yeah i'm not making excuses did, like for what again. did your friends kind of say about it like, what, the normal what, things family, friends do right friends. like they just go get out of it and like you know she's yeah. a bitch like like look yeah. what she's doing to you how could yeah, you go back and all that and you know no one's living through that at the time you don't you don't know until yeah and even if you've been through that situation you can understand you can you can empathize but you can't live that situation so you don't know really yeah you yeah. don't know and that's the hard yeah. part then because it's like you feel like your friends are judging you almost because you're not quite ready to go or and family you know, and i end up lying about times yeah. i was going to meet her yeah, yeah yeah you end up lying and yeah, pushing everyone you know. else away mm-hmm. this is yeah we talk about that a lot like, yeah. i remember it's... saying to my parents like oh i'm going to the studio because i had a studio that wasn't at home i'm going to the studio and like i either was but i was going with her or I wasn't, yeah. and I was just going to go see her because she'd sent me some... Oh, I've just remembered something else she did. Oh, my God. I've just remembered something else she did. How did I forget I this? this? Oh, wow. Um, oh, God. Uh, I can't remember the context of this. Right. I can't remember why this happened, but... Uh, she, she basically uh, overdosed on... Um, like paracetamol basically she took like two packs of paracetamol um which i know paracetamol is a normal drug that people take like painkiller but if you have like they're in packs for a reason if you have too much it could kill you and Mm -hmm. um i had to take her to the hospital and stay with her while she had a stomach pumped and um jesus i remember i was there in the middle of the night like with her and she had to like drink charcoal because it like i don't know what it does but um yeah, and I was there all night, and she did that because it—it it was either I was breaking, I—I I wanted to break up with her, and she did that, oh. or it was, um, or as I couldn't see her, it was—it was a reaction to something I had done, and I can't remember right now what oh that was, God. but I do remember that part. I can't believe I forgot so about that. Guilt. See, this is the thing, right? I'm bullet pointing two. I—I I, again, I can't remember how long the relationship was, but. I'm bullet pointing years of a relationship and and kind of yeah. this constant stream of yeah. things happening, and I'm I forget so much of it. I did the same. We yeah. did our stories. Obviously, they might be out, they might not at this point. But <laughs> I came off after an hour and a half, and yeah. I was like, oh, this happened and this happened, and I remember this and I remember that, and it's sometimes I genuinely think your brain just like prefers to block them out because that. What you've just yeah. told us, which thank you, by the way, right. is like the epitome of emotional manipulation. Like that is the definition. Oh God, That's, yeah. I, I, every time something happened, you'd be thinking, oh God, but if not, she's going to. Exactly. And it's going to be my yeah. fault. Like, And I think it was after that. Okay. I think it was after that, that I, I really put two and two together and went, well, this is emotional yeah. manipulation. She, she did that for a reaction, not because she wanted to kill herself or anything like that. She wanted a reaction from me. Because you said yeah. no. Because I said no. Yeah. Yeah. Man. It's, it's really horrific. And this is a subject I kind of wanted to talk about. And like when you started kind of telling us what you'd been through when we were recording the podcast, when we had a little break and you started mm-hmm. telling us. And I was like, it's really interesting because obviously in the press and in the news, it is very much heavy on women are abused by men. That's mm-hmm. kind of the black and white situation. And we're really interested in kind of talking to maybe someone who's non-binary or maybe a gay couple or a lesbian couple or trans or whoever, we'd love to talk to more people because abuse isn't just female um, victim and male abuser. That's mm. not what it yeah. is. And it's really interesting kind of hearing your story. And did you feel 
like how did it feel as a man like I know there's such a I hate that phrase but there's such no, a get, thing about men saying. isn't there yeah, yeah I, like, I hate that whole like oh take it like a man or like man up like mm. oh that phrase like Aiden hates it every time anyone says it yeah. he goes ballistic and it's a horrible men phrase men don't cry and all that yeah it's, it's bullshit it's bullshit so how how did you feel like with society putting that on you like and yet going through an abusive relationship did it or does it not phase you I I'm almost going to flip this I think I think at Ooh, the yeah. time I um At the time I had friends being like just get you know get rid of her yeah do, you know do this do that and it was all pointing the finger at her which it it was it was her doing but of course For me it didn't feel like a man thing it felt like well she's a bitch so get rid of her and it was as simple as that. Yeah. It wasn't like she's a female abuser. She is emo- emotionally uh, abusing you and, and this. It wasn't that. Yeah. I didn't have that conversation. You know, and I think that right. nowadays that conversation happens more. It's it's much more calculated into what is actually happening yeah. to you. But at the time, it was literally either she's crazy or she's a bitch or both. And yeah. And it was just as simple as that. So I at the time, yeah, I didn't I didn't think of it in a male female role like that if anything i didn't really look at it as abuse i think i just looked at it as um as i said i think i looked at it as she is someone who's struggling with stuff at the moment and um i'm just here experiencing yeah it's amazing like you are obviously mike i've known you for bloody years now (laughs) bloody years um Many breakdowns over coffees, um, but you are you are one of the loveliest guys I know, and you are like you're just you're such a teddy bear because you like we've always bonded over like rock music and like that I'm furry. sort of stuff. And I'm a teddy bear because I'm furry. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. <laughs> but you've you've always had this like out like this exterior of like the rock kind of look and like heavy metal, and then when you get to know you, you're so lovely and you're so you're a gentle human, and I can always open up to you about whenever I'm like whenever I'm struggling and know that you are always there and which is lovely good I'm glad and it's horrible that yeah but thank you for always being there but you are very much even the way you're talking about this girl you're being so considerate of who she is and her problems and it's beautiful to hear but it's also I just want to be like oh no one should do that to you and not to anyone but But it's lovely and that's lovely for you to say and thank you but I, I, I think I think it is important to rationalize these things as i said before i think it's so easy just to point the finger and be like well they're they're dicks and again it's not about making excuses for someone it's it's more about just understanding also what's really great is like i know me and farah have spoke about this on our things but like there was there was times in my relationship when like again i remember this after we'd spoke farah like i remember once being so attacked like um with words, it wasn't actual physical attack, like just constantly being told in a space of like 10 minutes, just everything that was wrong with me. And like, I lashed out and I remember throwing a pencil at his head. Mm. And I remember being like, I'm going to pay for this, but fuck me, this feels really good Mm. at the time because I was so, I was broken and there was nothing I could do. And obviously, Farrah, you spoke about, you threw a cup of tea at him. And it's that moment of just going, I can't take this anymore. I remember my one. Oh, so, oh, yeah. That's literally what I was about to ask. Like, did this ever occur? Like, what? How did you kind of control those feelings? Um, I think so. There was one of the things I spoke about. I actually can't remember which one, but she didn't admit to me. It, it might have been the driving my car thing. It might have been the um, cheating on me thing. Uh, like while I was on holiday. Yeah, I can't remember. But one of those things she denied until like for so long and long and long. She just denied it and denied it. Yeah, and then we were in my car, and I finally got out of her that it was true, and I just went, I, I just, I punched the top of my car, and my, right. you know, you know where the visor is if it's like folded up, and you know, yeah. you know they often have like a little mirror in them. Yeah. So I, I just went, ah, punched the top of my car, like just in a fit of rage, and I was just like, I'm so yeah. angry. <laughs> I was like, oh, what have I done? And I just pulled this visor down and just let bits of broken glass just oh, fell on my lap. No. And I was like, oh. 
Oh, um, oh gutted. But yeah, that that was mine. That was my, yeah. I've had enough. <laughs> That's the thing, yeah. isn't it? It's like, I I made sure, you know, I said everything because I did throw a cup of tea mm-hmm. in his face. He was chasing me up the stairs and ultimately threw me down the stairs. So I my reaction, the only one thing I had in my hand was a cup of tea and I just went, ah! And yeah. I know that I probably shouldn't say this, but you, you know when you hear of these stories, I don't know if you if you saw it, I think it was in America, and it was a a woman, um, quite an older woman, um, and she'd like called the police and she was like, I've just killed my husband. Just <laughs> right. so oh, was I. I she was like, this. he's dead. On, and she, and on they the turned up, floor. yeah, he's in there. He's in there. Yeah, she was what? like, I've stabbed him. She was like, yeah, take me away. She was like, it's an arsehole. He's abused me for 25 years. He beats me, he does this. And she was like, I've just had enough. Just killed him. Just thought, fuck Whoa, it. Whoa, I haven't and, had this. I mean, obviously, that's an extreme. Yeah, please don't do you know, that. Please case don't do that. of yeah, nobody do, do that, that. Obviously, yeah. um, but that's an extreme case of like having enough. Yeah. But sometimes I see them stories, and I'm like, and it doesn't matter. I'm not just using it, saying again, it's not just the men or whatever. Um, you know that abuse, but that was just a case I remembered. But I just think to myself, yeah, because there is a breaking point in everyone. Like you, as a human, we can only take so much. Yeah that it has to come out in some way. And like yours was obviously like punching the ceiling because you was just so angry. Yeah. You know, yours was throwing a pencil. <laughs> God bless you. Yeah, um, both of you two. <laughs> Mine's, I like physically punched my car and you're like, I threw a pencil and a cup of tea. <laughs> no, but let, so can British, I just tell you, the it? kettle had just boiled. Oh, so that was a yeah. fucking hot cup of tea. Oh, yeah. But I just went into fight or flight. I so was this, like, is, this is what I, I was know about to say. Like, yeah. the... the, the Again, not making excuses because ultimately we shouldn't do any of these things. Any of these things shouldn't be done. But not making excuses. These are reactions to something. Whereas the problem with abuse is that it's normally warranted without a cause. There's no cause to it. um, Or at least no cause to it um, to the other person if that makes sense. Like I I didn't do anything from the start of the relationship for her to go, I'm going to treat you like shit just yeah the yeah. next two years of your life is just gonna be shit but yeah you know. yeah there's no and even like you said even when it comes to like arguments and things no arguments should ever be you know it should be resulted in physical violence no. or anything like that it should never be a case of well you said that and it pissed me off so i remember yeah, once, now you have a black eye i remember okay. once in um this relationship I've been with I've been with my girlfriend for five years now, um, and it was one of those things where she was like, "I'm going to walk away. I'm going to like you need to calm down." And yeah. I grabbed her by the arm, not hard, but I grabbed her by the arm, and I immediately went and I took my hand off. And I was like, "Don't do that. What are you doing? Let her yeah, go away." Yeah. And I did, and let her go away. And she was obviously upset. I was obviously upset because I was like, "Why did I do that?" And we spoke about yeah. it like at length afterwards, and like you know we ultimately said like there was no intent there you were both of us were just very angry um yeah being disrespectful yeah. to each other but i was like i'm so sorry like i'd never ever do that um and that's the thing like people think of physical abuse as punching and kicking and pushing and things like that but it's sometimes just like grabbing her I, again i didn't grip it it's not like i hurt her no but i I was basically physically trying to stop her from walking away because I from what, yeah. I wanted to talk about it and she didn't. And that's not yeah, my, yeah. my um, that's not my right to do so. And I learned that, you know, early on and, and that's good. I was gonna say, and you've checked yourself straight away and gone, Whoa, that's not It was instant okay. as well. You know, like I it was just an instant reaction and then you've gone, Oh shit, no, it was, yeah, that was not it was instantly yeah. like I did it and let go show. I was like, What am I doing? So Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm really proud of you for telling us that because you you did mention that story a few weeks ago when we first kind of spoke to you about this. And mm. I, I wondered if you were going to bring that up because mm. a lot of people would be like, oh, please don't think I'm abuser, please. Like, we are human. We are going to make mistakes. And you, in that moment, you just didn't want her to leave the room because you didn't want to finish that argument there and then. And yeah. you instantly reacted. You checked yourself and you felt pure guilt mm. for that afterwards. Yeah. And I, like you would never do that. You know in yourself you would never meaningfully hurt her. But... Mm in that moment you just did not want her to leave and it's it's great that you've owned up to it and mm-hmm. been like that happened and it can happen you just need to it's the reaction after mm-hmm. it you instantly went no I, what that no 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 I, I think it's i think but then I, I also think there's levels of that like if i had god forbid and i and saying this makes me like my heart hurt but if i'd hit her in any way 
even if I checked myself immediately, that's not good enough. Like, no, 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 no. Like, yeah. I, no, me, no. me grabbing her arm is an entirely different thing from. Oh god, yeah, hundred percent. Like and I know you're saying that, but like, I think yeah. that's important to note as well. Like, for anyone that's listening who is going through it, who might be with someone who does something like that, but then instantly checks themselves. Yeah, that's still not okay. That's yeah. still not okay. Like, you've got to just take it in context of of what's happening because. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I checked myself because that's not something that's not something I've ever done or or will do again. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's it was so out of character for me to do. Yeah, and that's why I checked myself, not because yeah. I checked myself because it gets me off the hook. Does that make no. sense? Well, no. Well, like you just said, that's why I enjoyed you finished it up by saying, you know, we talked about it at length, and I was absolutely in the wrong. Should not have done that, yeah. and we'll never do it again. Oh my God, there was you know, there and was like you tears. said, you haven't. So yeah, that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah, and we like we know like the way you speak about your girlfriend to us, even like when you first met Farron, like you were talking about her at length, and like it's an amazing way how you speak about her. And oh, she's awesome. Clearly, she's the best. Yeah, you clearly love her a lot, and it's amazing to see it. Um, I am I mean, punching above my weight. I tell you that <laughs> honestly, God knows why she's with me. <laughs> oh, bless you. Yeah. Stop that immediately. Um, but yeah, I mean. Farah, do you have any other questions of anything for Mike? I'm just trying to think of... No, but I did want to kind of follow up on what you said about... Um, we're just blowing smoke up your ass now and saying how good of a person you <laughs> oh, are, but you. I'm going to say what I was going to say. And I think, obviously, I've met you a few times, but I don't know you as well as Nat. But I, from today, I've taken the facts. I kind of... I love your ability to see the good in everything. Yeah. Um. I'm going to take something away from that because I don't know, I I really, with my situation, obviously everyone's is different, but I, I have forgiven him. Um, and that's purely for me because I can't, I can't take that through the rest of my life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I genuinely hope that he, you know, has moved on in the sense of like being a good person. Mm -hmm. But I can't see the good in him. I still can't see any good in him. So I love the fact that you've just kind of like flipped it for me in the sense of like, I I love that you have the ability to just find the smallest like ounce of goodness in someone. So I really like that. Well, well, bless you. Thank you. I I, I think it's it's weird when I'm talking about, because I I tend to do that anyway. I I tend to like to see the balance in things and... I think it's less about wanting to see the good in that person. Although I think that's important as a general rule in life. Um, But in this context, it wasn't about wanting to see the good in her. It was about rationalising it. But if that comes out of seeing the positive stuff, then great. I'm glad. Spread the joy. Everyone should be happy, right? I love that. The only thing I wanted to ask, are you, obviously your new girlfriend now, like did... Were you completely open about what you'd been through? I know you mentioned that you struggled to kind of find the vulnerable and let your walls down a lot. Mm. How long did that kind of take? And was it a lot of communication? And or was is your girlfriend just very, very patient and understanding? With her, it was instantaneous because she was also the same with me. Things like yeah. um, she had a, uh, a partner um, before me, obviously, hopefully. Um, no, she had a partner before me, um, and he had got in contact again uh, during our relationship. Just basically, I think at the time he was going through some stuff, and um, you know, hurt her in, in a way or two, and, and essentially contacted her to make amends, and it kind of messed with her head a bit. Not right. not in the sense of like, oh, maybe I want to get back with him. It wasn't that. It was just, you know, what it's like you. Yeah. Dragging up the past again. Um, yeah. And she instantly came to me and spoke to me about it. And I, and she said, you know, do I reply and all this? And I said, well, you do what you want to do. But if it were me, I think I would reply and just give the confirmation that you've heard what they've said. And, um, you know, that's, that's fine. But if you decide that you don't want to do that, that's entirely up to you as well. I think for me, yeah. it was like if someone's bothered to come out and – um, try and make amends for everything that happened, the least they deserve is acknowledgement that that has been taken on board. Whether you agree with yeah. it or not, I think the least you could do is just say, thank you for sending that. Like, I hear you. 
you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. so so Herb talking to me about that and actually allowing us to have a open discussion about past relationships and things like that obviously allows me to do the same thing. And I've never we're quite open talking about exes. We're not one we're not one of these couples that's like Oh, I don't want to hear about your ex. I don't want to do that. I don't want to. That's the past is the past. Like the past yeah. makes you who you are. So, um, I, I am happy to know about all that stuff. You know, to a certain extent, no one wants to hear the gory details. But um, yeah, of course. <laughs> for example, there's a, there's actually a funny thing that happens every year on her birthday. Her granddad posts up a picture on Facebook of um her family sitting around the table, um, which right. includes her ex boyfriend. <laughs> I was just going to say, is, it, is oh, the God. ex? Yeah. And I think it's hilarious, but I get a message every year from her mum being like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm like, it's fine. Oh, <laughs> so sorry, granddad put a picture up of so-and-so. <laughs> oh, that's sunny. Yeah, so um, we're, yeah. we are very, again, it's communication, 100%. Yeah. yeah. That, is, that is the key, and that is something I've really learned with Aiden, is like I used to cover up a lot of how I felt because of, in my head, I go, oh, now you're being crazy or, oh, can't say that because that might do this or that might that. And the second I was like, I feel like this. He was like, oh, okay, well, how do we change that? And I was like, oh, what? Mm. what? Well, okay. Oh, this is a healthy, normal relationship. <laughs> and it's communication is such a huge thing, even with friendships. Like, even if like me and Farah, for instance, we went to do something for the podcast a few, like last week, I think it was. And like I was rushing around and I wanted to make sure that like, she knew it was a priority. And then literally Farris went to me, babe, we're going to postpone this because you, I can tell. And I was like, no, no, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And she was like, are you okay? And I was like, no. And it's so easy to not have that communication. Whereas mm-hmm. having it even in any relationship is so healthy and it's so, we shouldn't just be people pleasers and we shouldn't just be selfish. We need to have that happy medium and we need to make people aware that we are, feeling whatever we're feeling even if it's uncomfortable conversations yeah great preach i agree preach yeah (laughs) well on that note thank you mike so much for coming on our podcast um thank you so much yeah i was thinking i'm gonna throw this out there we usually obviously you you know this um mike (laughs) but we do our win of the week and seeing as though you are part of the team would you like to have the win of the week sure um, yeah. oh, putting you on the spot what here, would but be my win you know. Of the week? Um, do you know what it is? My brother has been away mm-hmm. in Australia for about three years, and he's right. back this week, and I've been hanging out with him a bit. So it's oh. been really, really nice to see him. Uh, he's now le- left to go and hang out at his girlfriend's sister's house, which I'm Ugh. frankly annoyed about. Livid, um, yeah. <laughs> but I'm seeing him on Sunday as well. So uh, it's been really good to see both him and his partner again and hang out with them and let them get sick of me all over again so it's good oh that's so amazing (laughs) love that that's a great win of the week i must have known yeah do you guys have one um my winner uh nat's definitely got one i yeah i um (laughs) i had a little bit of a mental breakdown last week um quite severe quite bad and at the same time, my friend, Kings Elliot, she's an incredible artist. Uh, she listens to the podcast, so she'll hear this. Um, <laughs> messaged me and she's like, babe, I've been invited to an animal sanctuary. Do you want to come? And I was like, I can't afford it. And my parents were like, go, you need this. And I spent two days cuddling goats, Yay. sheep. I shoveled pig shit. Um, I walked donkeys. I <laughs> made friends with guinea pigs and healed so that that my win of the week is meeting all these amazing animals especially a goat called mr thomas he was the best goat in the world oh amazing love that thank you (laughs) yeah they're pretty cool one of the weeks i'm gonna give that to you guys this week (laughs) that's yours thank you there's no serial killer documentaries out this week for you no, 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 <laughs> no serial killer documentaries. I know. Maybe that's why I'm sad because there's no new ones out for me to watch and binge. So, <laughs> thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we will see you again next week. Ah, thank you, Mike Dunn. We love Thanks, you. Thanks, guys. Amazing. That was Michael Dunn. Oh, that was sassy how he said Michael that. Dunn. Michael Dunn. I know. I kind of channeled my inner, like, you know, the X Factor man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Michael Dunn. Oh, that was good. That yeah. was very good. Thank you. You might be able to take that as like a little sound <laughs> a little sound snippet and just use it in all these show reels. <laughs> yeah. Mike, when you edit this, I want that clip as 
the ringtone of whenever I call <gasps> you or text you. Yes, please. Just FYI. That would be good. Michael Dunn. But yes, thank you so much, Mike. Yay. Thank you for, have it, for having us. Oh, I'm tired. Thank you. For coming on. For coming on. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Farah. <laughs> and sharing your story. We really, really do appreciate it. Yes. And I know we keep like like what's gushing over you but we do love you and you are a gem so we really do appreciate everything you do yeah do you know what's really weird actually today just i meant to say this to michael i totally forgot um someone like added me on instagram just like followed me because they like my music and they like messaged me like hey love your music and i was like oh thank you so much and then he went wait you follow mike dunn and i was like yeah and he's like, how do you know him? I was like, oh, he's a good friend. Been friends for years. And this guy's like, oh my God, no way. I've worked with him. Right, right. And then <laughs> during lockdown, Mike won't mind me telling this, <laughs> Mike did like a ska punk version of Moana's How Far I'll Go. Oh, wow. Oh, babe, it was sick. Ah. And this guy worked on it with him. And I was like, oh, oh my God, I've heard nice. it. It's amazing. Oh, I'll have to listen to it. Um, yeah, I'll, I mean, Mike won't mind, but I'll send it to you. It's, it's jokes. It's absolutely hilariously brilliant. I oh love it. Oh my God, it. I can't wait. Um, I actually can't wait. The like 90s rocker inside me was like, ah, <laughs> I love it. Um, but yes, Mike is an absolute dream. And uh, please like go find him, go look for him if you ever need any. He's an incredible music composer yes, as well. Yes, he is. Like, yeah. um, insane. Um, so yes, um, please go find Mike. Um, he's an absolutely incredible producer. Mm-hmm. He is at Regen Audio and that's R-E-G-E-N. Um, we'll put links out to it and you can find him, follow his uh, musical craziness talent yes and yeah um it's really interesting talking to a guy that was our first guy yeah hopefully there'll be more like we said you know write to us please if you want to come on and talk about your stories it can all be done anonymously (laughs) i nearly said anonymously it can all be done oh no help me (laughs) anonymously what's wrong with us today are you okay i can't say she needs a shower guys she needs a shower listen this is all through love (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it is I'm not sweat shaming you you're fine listen um, I showed you my sweat so I, I really I really enjoyed it my sweat patches but um, yes yep. if you guys want to write in and you want us to read out your story or talk about something you don't have to put your name we will never yep. read names if you don't want us to or if you want to come on and talk to us please do we are at takebackthebeattour at gmail.com that's takebackthebeattour at gmail.com yes <laughs> Um, we've actually had some really exciting news this week and we hope you've listened to our little bonus episode that is going to come out on Sunday. Mm -hmm. So um, stay tuned this Sunday. Some really exciting news coming. Thanks so much, guys, for listening. We really appreciate all your support. Keep those messages coming in as well. And we love you all. We do apologise if anyone was triggered by any of the dialogue we used today. We are still learning and we are only just beginning to talk about our own experiences. We're aware that trigger warnings are completely different for everybody, so please bear with us. We love you all. We also want to hear your experiences. If there's anything you'd like to share with us, any stories, anything you are happy to discuss on this podcast, you can stay anonymous if you would like. Please send us an email at takebackthebeattour at gmail.com. That's takebackthebeattour at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media at Take Back the Beat. Thanks, guys. We love you all.